0: Cheesecake. Yes, my boy. It's as easy as cheesecake. Oh, cheesecake munching on the cheesecake munching on the cheesecake. Uh, what cheesecake. the fuck is happening? <laughs> 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 what just happened?
1: I want, I want
2: that guy to narrate my life.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's Mondays. Holy
3: shit, that's loud. Is it loud enough for you? fucking loud. Kind of
4: is that better? It's good. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Karen is stripping in the Ag- booth. Again? Oh my god, she really is. Oh my god. She's like dancing.
3: She likes the music. Mr. Q,
4: Karen just popped open the booth door. From MondayStopWop.com, it's Mondays. <laughs>
1: Those are not professional moves, oh Karen. My god. She's going crazy in the booth over there. Those are not professional moves. Oh, oh my
3: god. <laughs> oh my
5: god.
0: Has anybody ever noticed Karen's
5: got really big tits? <laughs>
1: You're missing your cues! Somebody get your cues! Mondays!
0: Yeah. It's
4: Karl, Mark, Richard, and Karen, you know the drill. Oh, my God.
3: That thing again.
1: Put that thing away! We're back in your ear,
3: kids! Both of those things need to go away.
1: <laughs> you thought we weren't gonna be back till 2014! Yep, yeah, we messed with you. Surprise, motherfucker, oh, we're here! Yeah.
5: So right when Karen was dancing and she was at her peak orgasmic dance-a-thon over there, <laughs> right when I was supposed to come in, oh no, I opened the door, there she is. <laughs> She's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> Miller and I do that every time. He was dancing too, but you only noticed me. I
3: know, I was like, guys, I'm dancing <laughs> over here. <Yeah>. Jeez. <laughs> only one of you is equipped with door poppers from a distance.
5: <laughs> I am so happy that you three are here in my studio finally.
3: We're All line. together. Yeah, no. It's really of course it I might as well be in Vancouver. I'm across the hall. <laughs> you know, Richard's it, been banished I'm to in Studio the, B. I, I'm in the bad boy's room. However,
2: he's appearing on a ginormous screen. So we see Richard like Oz appearing in the studio. Yeah. Dude, as pay we're no recording. attention to
3: that man behind the curtain.
5: <laughs> and we and we just got to you know, I really kind of like seeing big screen Richard right above me when I do this show. And I'm thinking we ought to take this show to video. Yeah, yeah.
3: Why yes. aren't we on
5: YouTube?
1: I don't
2: it's know. a good question. Yeah. I want to be on YouTube every minute of
1: my... <gasps> <Ooh>! <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what? This, this is a pro tip, Karen. While you're talking, you don't reach into a bucket of ice and pull stuff out? <laughs> oh my god, it totally...
5: On, <laughs> on video, this would work, by the way.
1: <laughs> uh,
3: no sight gags on the radio show. Come on.
5: <laughs> well, guys, we got a lot of uh, stuff to get through tonight, so let's just get started with uh, things I've learned this week. Awesome. I've learned my stepdaughter is particular when it comes to eggs. <laughs>
3: yes, she is. I know this.
5: Which she uses for baking. Right, baking. Hmm, baking. Baking eggs. She's into baking. Don't crack. I've your learned eggs. that when picking a convenience store at which to buy said eggs, you should concern yourself with whether or not a film is being made. What? film yeah you know it's a film town it's an art town you know
3: college. right right always i've learned that
5: if in fact a film is being made at the convenience store you should take your eggs from the register and move them quickly to your car and not throw them at the actor who is nervously trying to nail the role of a criminal holding up the convenience store <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> with a very realistic looking pistol right Oh, my God. Have you threw eggs at him? Oh, my God. These are the things I've learned. Oh, yeah. dear. I've learned a 300-pound man, when hurtling forwards from a swift kick to the balls, <laughs> wow. will tend to stay in motion until his face comes into contact with the floor. Nice. Mm-hmm. Especially when said floor is covered with raw eggs. <laughs> oh, man. oh, dear. Oh, dear. I think that was Newton that oh, figured dear. that out. Oh, dear. It was Newton or it was Egg, egg Muffin-ness. Nice. It-ness. Is- is- Albert Izzo. Eggstein. <laughs> is- um, All right. I've learned that a dozen raw eggs on the floor is enough to sufficiently neutralize a cameraman, two actors, a security guard, three police officers, and a dog. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> There's <laughs> a visual. Nice. I've learned that Henny Penny number seven twenty three won't let you return a dozen eggs if they have cracks.
4: <laughs> just. But these eggs are cracks. Little little cracks. They're just little cracks. <laughs> They're just little cracks. <laughs> little, cracks. little cracks. What? Little cracks. And finally, I've learned the lost and found box at the New London Superior Courthouse
5: still. Does not have pants in my Carl, size.
2: I, I dropped some off the other day.
5: <laughs> she did. I was with her.
2: Ah, that's...
4: <laughs> that's what I've learned this week. Oh.
2: No, don't. Carl's going to get so mad at you. What?
5: You're not stuffing another dollar in that fucking door. All
2: right, I'm putting my shirt on. Put it, Take out the dollar, because Carl's going to get mad at you. <laughs> the
5: you oh! can't get oh! that dollar out. You can only put another dollar in if you take the first dollar out. Nice. Really? Mm. 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 We'll see about that. Mm.
2: That was awesome. That was the
5: best things
1: I've learned this week ever for me, by the way. Really? Good, good, good. The doy. The doy.
2: I think that we should note that, first of all, we're recording Monday's on monday yeah. which is kind of fun and then yeah. it's april fool's, and it's april fool's day. day yeah, which is
5: awesome richard why are you here why are you in town <sighs> i
3: miss my friends it's really it you really just came to see us all yep, that's all i did and you know that we've there's we've got a few things you and i are going to be doing together i've got a couple stops that were separate and it just sort of did the math you know in the end it was just you guys said hey you know you should come out and i'm like yeah you're right so i'm here
5: that's so awesome yeah I'm glad
3: you're here. I'm just hugging. You know what? I'm I'm hugging all your kids. That's really what I'm
5: yeah, doing. Yeah, really. Right? It's,
2: it's, good, because we can't do any of that shit. We're busy. Yeah, because God mm. knows we got, we got other shit going on. We had
5: a great Easter dinner among all the atheists. That was a wonderful thing. <laughs> At
2: my <laughs> house,
3: true. it was
5: atheist Easter.
2: Exactly. But Who's we has you know, been it,
3: nailing people to boards again?
2: Atheists still eat roast, <laughs> right? They still need. They, <laughs> they, they still, still need some good roast. Exactly. Yeah. They still need to liquor up on Sunday. And still they need <laughs> to
1: liquor up on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I Jeez. was trying, but, you know, there are a lot of people in the house. And,
3: and a good uh, potato lasagna, too. Yeah, so. a,
1: a potato lasagna. And a good potato. I don't understand how it's sexual, that's actually. That's
2: the um, Mangicotti. That's how Mangicottis do Easter with ah, potato, lasagna. potato lasagna. you got to eat it hot. Eat it hot. Mangicottis like to eat it hot.
5: It was hot. It was pretty hot. <laughs> well, anyway, and, and uh, also noted... An epic Easter egg hunt that Mr. Oh. Uh, Mark Miller hid eggs all around the town of Mystic, Connecticut. Each clue more devious than the last. <laughs> and Karen and
2: busted a rhyme. All the crew, oh, yeah. crew the, they're all in rhyme and you've got to go all over the town. It was and so
1: awesome. It was the Easter egg hunt of death. <laughs> Not every children guaranteed to make it out alive,
3: kids. Yeah, we ended up with a small dead dragon in a cart. We did. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah,
2: out. Campbell Franklin, Mandicotti, Miller. Yeah, he just wiped out. Not those. only roll call, but <laughs> also my son <laughs> fe- <laughs> fell asleep in in the wagon on the Easter egg hunt, and he was wearing a little dragon coat.
3: <laughs> so cute. It was, it was so cute. So, so it was just this little green mound with he scales and spikes that was passed out. Cutest thing. The and he uh, and he slept there. I think for almost two hours. We carried the cart, put it on the, uh, the boy, on the,
2: the porch. front porch, he yeah. and left hard. him there. He sleeps hard. Yeah. And then
3: his little sister woke him up an hour or so later, and he's sort of, you know, discombobulated. And I'm expecting him to at least be grumpy. And she says, You want to do bubbles? And he's like, Yep, got up and <laughs> did so bubbles. He, just, he was in, he was he's doing a tank. the bubbles. He just yeah. plows
2: on through. Nothing nothing wavers that kid.
3: There's he's fucking awesome. nothing but goodness coming out of that guy.
5: Hey, Karen, you got some girl? I got girl. Girl, it's time for girl. Girl, girl. Girl. Girl.
2: I got girl.
4: Girl.
5: Chulo girl. She's girl. got a girl.
2: Woo-hoo.
4: What you got,
5: baby?
2: Hold on a second, boy. What? 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 Hold on while I write my bit. I got a little. <laughs> yeah, <let> me... <laughs> Hold on a second while what? I write it. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing, kids. Welcome to Girl. And tonight I wanted to talk a little bit about parenting. Ooh. Because as we all know, parenting is hard, and we all do our best, and there are so many right ways to raise kids. Yeah. You've got to do what's right for you. No judgment.
3: Okay. No judging.
2: Well, actually, a little bit of judgment. A little judgment. Which brings us to a new little segment of Girl called... Here's Why You Suck.
4: <laughs> I love it. Just saying. Awesome. Here's Why just You Suck. Just saying. I'm um, just
3: saying.
2: Recently, there was a ban on dodgeball in a school. What? Yes. But this started a... a How are you uh,
3: supposed to humiliate the geeks without dodgeball? Well,
2: that's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> Go and back now, to the
3: basics.
2: Get back to the basics. I'm, I'm going back to atomic wedgies. Oh, yeah. Locker stuffing. Mm. And just a general Purple crushing Nervals. of the ego. So that... It'll It'll take them at least, you know, five years out of high school to make titty more twister. than you.
3: <laughs> Foot flushies.
2: <laughs> well, well, you guys know a lot about this shit.
4: <laughs> uh, Wait I a was the subject of a lot of those kinds really? of
1: torture. Oh. Edit, edit point, Carl. When you say titty twister, can you have that with reverb and echo? Can you have like titty twister? Ready? Here we go.
4: Titty twister.
1: Perfect. And that's a wrap. (laughs) We're out of here. So
2: there's a slew of objections of people who think that safety concerns for kids is a sign of weakness.
0: Oh, yes. You
2: know the ones, the people who say shit like, what are we going to do, wrap the kids in bubble wrap 24-7? You know, because, you know, like choosing games of skill over games like dodgeball where social hierarchy is given a voice and... A weapon is <laughs> you know, it's pretty much the same as putting a protective layer of plastic and air around your kid at every moment of every day. Guys, look, we've all, all seen Mark Miller refer to show whatever whatever. Yeah. Guys, we've all seen the movies and TV. Dodgeball is kind of a meathead game anyway. Yep. It scares social misfits so much that they write it into scripts 30 years later.
3: Mm, I think they made a whole movie around it. <sighs> it's
2: time to well, no that that was actually awesome dodgeball. <laughs> It wasn't geeks getting slaughtered, dodgeball. Dodge right. But it's time to move on from dodgeball. This is really not that big of a loss. But these people are also the same ones who say shit like, we didn't have seatbelts and helmets when we were kids, and I turned out all
4: right.
5: Except for that temporary brain damage, brain damage, brain damage, brain
4: damage, brain damage. <laughs> you
2: clearly suffered enough brain damage to think that putting a system in place to tether children to their seat of the car so they don't become projectiles <laughs> in case of what accident. you You think that that is a pussy move. So no, you didn't actually turn out all right.
3: She's been really mean to me.
2: The other thing is, these are the same people who say shit like, oh, Jesus Christ, let him have some candy. It's not going to kill him. Actually, it is going to kill them. Yeah. Type 2 diabetes, obesity, if they've never been higher in young people, sugar calling me acts fat? at best like an irritant in their body and it causes them to act like tiny little crockheads. Stop calling... <laughs>
1: what the hell is going on
2: stop calling me an, uh, an uptight helicopter parent because I ask you to not give my kid the industrial size bag of skittles nice. you
1: mofo
0: <laughs> just a little judgment
2: it's yeah little. okay so I, mean I yeah I recognize that things used to be simpler when we could just stick 80 kids in the back of a station wagon and leave for the day with donuts and kool-aid for everybody
0: <laughs> and that
2: sometimes there seems to be so much concern for projecting kids that we hardly let them live. But come on. Seat pelts are a brilliant ways to make cars a little safer and helmets prevent brain injury. And really don't we already have enough stupid people to deal with?
0: <laughs>
2: just because we did it when we were kids doesn't mean it's better. I recognize that we did things differently and, and we're alright. But maybe just maybe we could set the bar a little higher than alright. A little higher. A little bit higher. So parents a little bit. Just a little. Parents who talk about what a shame it is? The kids today will never know the joy of smear the queer in dodgeball.
0: <laughs> what did she just <laughs> call me?
2: Here is why you suck. Because trying to do things just as they were done when you were a kid is just going to make more people who are like you, and you think that's a good thing. <laughs> oh,
0: that's why you suck.
4: And that's what we're talking about. Yeah,
0: girl. we got something to
4: say, girl, girl.
1: Woo. Girl. Girl. Uh,
2: Puppy Chulo. Oh, oh shit!
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was great timing, there, Carl. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, Chulo.
5: Practice that all day long. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. It
1: was very impressive.
2: Mm, very impressive. Yeah, I hate
1: it when they used to play Pap Smear the Queer on me. I did not like that
5: at all. <laughs> uh, I have
2: a st- uh, Pap Smear's off the table.
5: Oh, sorry. Guys, yeah. you know, there's some uh, breaking science news we have to turn to right now. Our Monday's correspondent is on the scene. Uh, take it away, Richard Campbell.
3: Recent asteroid near misses and comet collisions have sent scientists all over the world desperately seeking a way to prevent a future calamity for the human race. Our own Igor J. Schmeckel, professor emeritus of astrophysics at UC Irvine and former space shuttle security consultant to NASA, has emerged as a leader in the scientific pursuit of this goal. Let's listen in as Professor Schmeckel addresses the Association of Sympathetic Scientists. Ass with willful intent to protect the Earth.
2: Ass wipe.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's pronounced ass wipe.
4: Uh, Greetings, esteemed colleagues. As you know, uh, due to the sequester in the United States, as well as severe cuts in scientific funding worldwide, uh, we have lost some of our uh, most meatiest minds monitoring this mother of all matters. However, in the words of President Kennedy, out of my way, Marilyn, I'm going to take a big one. <laughs> <clears throat> Him, and uh, what I think he meant by that is that we, as a nation of scientists, will not let attractive diversions prevent us from swift elimination of the compacted brown matter. Uh, yes, Dr. Scheisenblatt. Yes, when you refer to the compacted brown matter, you mean the asteroids? No, you moron! I mean the asteroid in my pants!
0: <laughs> now, please
4: excuse me, I have some urgent biological business to attend to.
3: <laughs> Unfortunately, Professor Schmeckel failed to turn off his wireless microphone as he left the podium, and the entire audience of esteemed scientists was forced to listen to the grinning and grinding of Professor Schmeckel's bowels.
0: Uh... <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh... And now, with Professor Schmeckel's biological break complete...
4: I'm not done yet! Oh, another one's coming!
3: And the audience uh... was forced to listen to another 12.5 minutes uh... of Schmeckle's wincing and winding and twisting and twirling, uh... diligently working to remove the obstruction.
4: Uh... Your microphone is on!
3: But the brilliant mind of Professor Schmeckel always runs at high speed, even in this reclusive moment, all <laughs> Professor Schmeckel's narrow pathways were synchronously firing, feverishly working in parallel to prevent the destruction of the human race. I, I, I... <coughs> and with that.
4: Oh, God! Here comes another one! I can't control it! It's coming too fast! Defense systems up! Oh my God!
0: <laughs>
3: At that moment, seismic meters spread throughout the ballroom registered a 2.3 earthquake, <laughs> with the epicenter squarely over stall number three in the men's room.
4: Wow, that one looks like Rhode Island, 120 in scale.
3: <laughs> and now? Uh, yes, now. And now, Professor Schmeckle finally returns to the podium.
4: (laughs) Uh, Now, I realize we've lost some of our brighter constituents, and expectations are low. Very low. Uh, But before we review the papers, uh, which one of you goddamn morons from Caltech actually suggested we stretch a, quote, ginormous rubber band from the Earth to the moon? What did you do? Long division? By hand? Check your numbers, you fucking moron!
0: <laughs> Caltech freak.
4: <laughs> and, uh, Professor Bordfoger, are you here? Yes, I'm here, Professor Schmeckel. It's my honor. You, sir, are an idiot. Get out.
3: <laughs> we will return to live coverage of the asswipe. Asswipe. <laughs> Convention later in our broadcast. Back to you, Carl.
5: Thank you very much, Richard. You are a consummate professional. Why, thank you, sir. Oh. And uh, and I, I hate to think of those large brown objects hurtling towards the earth. Don't wheel. Fills me with horror. And speaking of horror.
0: I
2: look super undeadly, deadly, but I'm deadly. I look super
5: Horror baby
1: is back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Horror baby. <laughs> and it's the potty training edition, kids. Oh, no. Here's the
2: thing now. We have a whole new horror baby in our house, as you guys know. So, yeah.
1: Campbell Franklin Mangicotti Miller.
2: F- Campbell Franklin Mangicotti Miller is now too. Uh, I, I have a question.
3: Mm-hmm. I thought poop was off the table.
1: Mm-hmm. Poop is back on the Amazing
3: table. Amazing. <laughs> t- Never mind. Never mind. We're there. Uh, no. I, you know, because I've been staying with you guys for the past couple of days, and actually there was a catastrophic poopy event in your house. Today. Yeah, and thanks for that, Richard.
2: Thanks <laughs> for that me. on the floor.
3: And it was Karen. <laughs> it was nah, Karen. No. It was the dog. Well, oh, we fed the him yeah. the
2: bones from the roast. Apparently, cocker spaniels can't digest them. I don't know. Some no.
3: Oh, he digested them just fine and distribute them some, all over your bed <laughs> there <laughs> there was some, floor.
2: Yeah. I don't I don't clean poop though, so that's nice. I mm-hmm. didn't I don't do that.
3: I, I gotta um, admit your 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 uh your groom there got right to it.
2: My groom. My yep. lovely blushing groom.
3: He got right to it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So,
2: Kemmel Franklin's potty training, and that comes with its own set of horrors.
3: He's such a happy kid.
1: Mm-hmm. He's the
2: cutest thing ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's also a horror baby. Okay.
1: Carl, can you play the clip, please? Daddy. Yes, horror baby. <laughs> I'm on <in> the potty. <laughs> okay, horror baby. That's good. <laughs> can you get my book?
0: For
1: me <laughs> on the floor. Mm. Oh, sure, horror baby. Uh, you mean this book right next to the toilet seat here? I'll, I'll just yeah, Daddy, ben- yeah. j- Just, bend down and put my head next to the toilet oh. seat. My, <laughs> my book is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, horror baby! It was like a trap!
2: <laughs> oh, that kind of things happens. Play the other clip, Carl.
5: All right, here's the other clip. Daddy? Yes, Horror Baby.
4: (laughs) I love my daddy.
5: Oh, I love you too, Horror
1: Baby. (laughs) I
4: make some breakfast for you.
1: Oh, really? You made some breakfast for Daddy? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you drink some coffee? Oh, sure. I'll drink some coffee. Let me just... Oh, this is so yummy. You're so sweet. Mine coffee. (laughs) That's good. I (laughs) like it. Thank you. Oh, God. (laughs) Thank you. That's
0: my pee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. <laughs> <laughs> horror baby, horror baby. baby.
2: That horror baby. <laughs> we have one last clip, Carl.
5: All right, clip number three. This one's going to be disgusting. Daddy. I know. Yeah, yes, horror baby.
1: on the potty. <laughs> oh, there you go, big boy. Who's my big boy on the potty? I am, Daddy. Yeah, that's right. Now wipe your bottom, um. and we'll wash your hands. Yes, whore Baby? Look, the wipes are right there. You're doing a great job. Daddy. Oh, no. Horror Baby, I've got a towel right here when you wash your hands. Daddy! Yes, Horror Baby, what is it? I
4: have brown on my penis!
1: Oh! oh. Horror
0: Baby! Why would you say that to me?
2: <laughs> oh, this is it, boys, though. Campbell Franklin's going to be potty chain and there's going to be no more diapers in the Manticotti-Miller house till Miller's about 80.
5: And aren't you glad that when he goes to get a job, they're going to roll back on Monday's number 86 and <laughs> That's say, That's awesome. That was you, was it? <laughs> guys, I just want to say, this is all true and real. He actually said that to me, and I'm
1: screaming in my head. No! Not Brown! No! Not Brown! No! Not Brown! No! Penis! No! 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 Why would you say that?
0: Good
5: God.
1: Okay, guys, wait for it. we got a Dumber Than Me coming up this episode. Woo-hoo! Awesome! Nice! Jeez, it's, been a,
3: it's been a few episodes. There's not that many dumb people around. Yes, yeah.
0: Laker! There's a- been a
5: dearth of dumb! Jesus of Christ, dumb. Miller! But I want to know what happened to Dwayne. I mean, in Schmeckle, remember the, the whole thing with his ass last time? Um, remember what? You, if
3: only we had one of those flashbacks. Previously on Mondays.
2: Ah, oh, I'm so tired. I think I'll just lay down on the floor here in front of the cryogenic tanks.
3: Small fruit fly lands on the left mouse button.
0: call. Oh You can do it, Karen's ass! You can do it! No, no, no! That's the wrong cryogenic chamber! Hello? I'm Dwayne!
3: Now, under the tutelage of Professor Schmeckel's ass, Dwayne and Karen's ass work in tandem to open a second Monday's Cryogenic Chamber.
0: Transformulation to.793. Uh, Roger you that point seven nine three. This, uh, this is yummy.
4: Burrito! Hey, get away from me! This is my burrito! Go get your own! Uh, let go of my hand! Oh yuck!
0: Alright, Karen's ass. I need another dark energy reading. Juice Yes, my boy! It's as easy as cheesecake.
3: Back from their trip for brewskis, the boys return to the studio.
5: Hey, we're back. What the hell? Oh, no. Hey, boys. What is going on?
2: Well, boys, Professor Schmeckle's sentient backside has apparently achieved a psychic connection with both my butt and Dwayne's mind, and we're all working to unlock the second cryogenic chamber that's housed the rest of Professor Schmeckle's body since episode 68.
3: Oh, okay. Hey, you guys got to try this scotch. It's outrageous. I found it in Scotland at a tiny distillery outside of a little village.
0: Hey, I'm trying to they only focus. only 100 bottles a year. Tell that canadian to brainiac to shut his pie hole.
3: Pie hole.
2: Um, boys, Professor Schmeckel's ass needs the room to be quiet.
1: What? His ass is talking to you?
2: Yes, I told you. It's a psychic connection.
0: All right, boys. Pressure equalized kids, boson, particles reaching acceptable levels. In the name of high science, it is now time to open the chamber. Let us join our bodies together, becoming a single fused entity. The singularity is upon us. Wait, stop.
4: Don't open that chamber. You have no idea what's inside.
1: Professor Schmeckle? What? how did you?
2: Ha! Huh.
3: That's right, kids. The Monday's crew stares, mouths agape, in utter disbelief. I'm telling you, listeners, they were totally flabbergasted. Like a fruit fly stuck in a shitstorm of cheesecake.
0: Cheesecake.
3: Professor Schmeckle stands at the studio door. The crew can't help but notice his large, prosthetic ass. But no one says a word.
1: Uh... Anybody else see that
5: giant plastic butt thing on Mr. Chimichanga?
2: Ugh, shut up, Miller.
5: So, if you're Professor Schmeckle, then who is in the chamber?
4: There's no time for questions, only answers. We've got to go now, quick! Everybody into the Schmeckle 2000 time displacement machine! Cool, can I bring my burrito? <laughs> If we don't hurry, that'll be the last burrito you'll ever eat, my boy. Uh, Excuse me, who's this rather large man with the green helmet I'm addressing?
5: Oh, that's Dwayne. He's a, a,
3: well, he's a Mondays fan. And so Carl, Richard, Mark, Karen, Karen's ass, Schmeckle's ass, Dwayne, and Dwayne's stinky magic burrito all pile into the Schmeckle 2000 time displacement machine. Sorry. Uh, oh, i Guys, oh, Ow. Shouldn't eat that's that my groin. Hello? <laughs> Have you put on weight? Yeah, it's my. Well, ass. a little bit. Tell I'm sorry that. about that. Excuse my fan ass. <laughs> Excuse me.
2: What? What's that?
3: Naturally, Schmeckle mans the controls.
4: Jesus Christ! Not again! Somebody give me a hammer! Uh, I'll be right back. My burrito's getting cold.
2: Dwayne's left, and now it's working! It's Dwayne!
3: Carl, I'm getting some strange readings off those gamma radiation sensors I had installed in the studio. I think Dwayne's burrito has been absorbing energy from solar flares.
4: No time to waste! Let's get out of here! Hey! Wait for me! Where'd you go?
1: What? Hey, Mr. Fajita Pants, we didn't go anywhere. This contraption of yours is all show and no go. Um, Ahem, my dear boy,
4: we may appear to be in the same space, but I assure you we are no longer in the same time. Guys, quiet, somebody's coming.
3: Hide, get down, we can't be seen. Oh, the standard space-time continuum disruption scenario. Right, let's hide.
2: Oh my God, is that
1: us? Holy shit. Oh, my God, I still have hair. Look at me over there.
2: I do not remember my butt being that big. I'm just saying.
1: Hey, can I go touch me? Will I explode? (laughs)
2: Shut
4: up, boy. Stay focused. We're on a mission. A
1: mission to what? To save the world. Okay, fine, Professor Hooty Blowfish. (laughs) But I want to go over and tell myself something.
4: Uh, The name is Schmeckle, and you listen to me, boy. You have no idea the forces we're dealing with. Contact with our past selves will inevitably create a time paradox ripple amplification of an order of magnitude not seen since the creation of our universe. Now shut up, be quiet, because it's about to happen.
5: Okay, Mondays, episode 69, May 13th, 2007. Show 69! I remember this. Why
2: is this happening now? It's not
3: happening now. We... ...are happening then.
4: Oh, Jesus. We have traveled back in time, my dear. Guys, show 69.
1: This was the best show we've ever done.
2: Hey, more importantly, is my hair really that wild and crazy? Was it like that then? Fuck yeah. Don't I own a brush?
1: <laughs> Baby, there's a reason Mondays is an audio-only show, and it's your hair. Your hair is the reason why Mondays isn't on YouTube.
2: Raise your hand if you're not getting laid tonight.
1: <laughs>
2: Shh, Quiet. I need to
1: hear what they're saying. Millie. you ready to do this? Yeah, just a second. What are you doing? Uh, updating the control software for the Schmuckel
5: 2000 cryogenic pods. Uh, okay, but that looks like uh, the license agreement. I know. But you're scrolling right through it. And I'm trying to get down to the I agree button. But you should read it first. I am. That doesn't look like reading to me. You're scrolling really, really fast. And click.
2: MECO 2000 cryogenic pods update applied.
1: Hey guys, I just want to go on record as saying that I have a really good feeling about tonight's show. I mean, finally, after four years of meticulous writing and rewriting, the Star Trek bit is ready to record. Oh, the
3: Star Trek bit.
5: It's finally done, huh? Raise your hand if you're not getting laid tonight. Karen, the Star Trek bit is so good, it's worth not getting laid for a thousand nights in a row.
2: Really? It's that good? It is that good. Uh, Okay, then. Raise your hand if you are getting laid tonight.
1: (laughs) Hey, I'm the only one raising the hand
5: here. (laughs) (laughs) I told you I had a good feeling about tonight.
2: uh, It's kind of weird, but I do too.
5: Me too. It's like we're on the verge of something really
3: amazing. Hey Carl, think we should install more gamma radiation sensors in the studio. Uh, what are you thinking, solar flares? Huge solar flares. I hear you,
2: <gasps> oh shit. Oh baby, are you okay? <clears throat> oh yeah,
5: oh gross, it was a, a fly. Yeah,
2: I noticed we have a lot of fruit flies here in the studio, Franklin.
5: <clears throat> oh, okay, I'm all right, um, let's roll on.
2: Oh no, it's day.
5: Professor Hummus, what the hell is going on?
1: Something's wrong.
4: This is not how show 69 happened. Wait,
2: he's right. I I don't remember all those fruit flies.
4: I remember one. Oh, there was one, all right. One deadly Drosophila melanogaster. Our mission? Stop it before it destroys the entire human race. But I don't think we're when we need to be.
1: There should have only been one. What the hell? A fruit fly just landed on my
5: mouse. Why don't you smack it with that new fruit fly smacker that arrived today from Amazon? (laughs) Yeah, that's a coincidence, isn't it? Fruit flies in the studio on the same day we get this handy dandy fruit fly smacker. Well, as I always say, don't ask questions if you don't understand. Wait a minute. I don't remember any of this. We never received a fruit fly smacker from Amazon.com. This isn't our past. Oh shit, Carl. Maybe this is our past,
1: but something's happened and it changed. Quick, does anyone have a picture with me in it? I do. Oh, shit, Miller. You were in it, but you just disappeared. No!
2: Just kidding.
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay,
3: then I'll just smack my mouse with this fruit fly smacker. Watch it, Carl. Your mouse is positioned over an inversion control switch for the gamma radiation sensors. Remember when you clicked on the Don't Ask Me Anymore checkbox the last time the Are You Sure You Want to Destroy the World dialogue appeared? One accidental hit and we'll send out a 50 gigawatt gamma radiation blast aimed right at the heart of Mount Kilimanjaro.
5: I know, Richard, but I really don't like fruit flies. Careful. Got him. What did you click? Oh, Windows had an automatic update dialogue up. All right, now we can record Mondays. Um, you know that good feeling I had about tonight's show? Yeah, Miller? Oh, shit. Another fruit fly landed on my mouse button. Just give me a second here.
3: Okay, Carl. You may want to move your mouse a bit first. It's positioned right over the times 10 amplification button for the Monday's tectonic plate inducer array. Tectonic plate inducer array? It's to boost our transmission over the internet. Strategically located near fault lines around the world, so we can more readily approach resonant frequency. Careful, Carl.
1: I really don't understand why we have so much dangerous equipment here in the studio. Do we really need all this to record Mondays? Oh you little motherfucker, now I got ya. Hey Professor Hootie Cootie! <laughs> Do you see that? There's a reddish-pink floating gas swirling through the air in a thin trail running from Carl's death to the ripped out hole where Taichi number two used to be! <laughs> That's it, my boy! Of
4: course! Why didn't I realize that before? Someone has beaten us here and tampered with the time-space continuum! What the fuck? There are too many <laughs> flies! We can't stop it! Get to the time machine!
1: Excuse oh, me.
3: Sorry. Pardon. Oh. Pardon. Excuse no, me. Oh, I'm sorry. It, is that a cucumber in your hey. pocket? Just brought it as a snack. Okay. Yeah, that's my ass. Alright.
4: Guys, really <laughs>
3: who's touching me?
2: That's not yours. Why did I make these
4: time machine doors so freaking small? Hey, Miller! my ass! We can't leave that thing lying around! If we manage to save the world, the dairy repair industry discovers a major breakthrough in 2020! Miller! I said grab my ass before we sever the time link! Grab my
0: ass!
3: And that is the end of the world as we know it or knew it meanwhile inside the time machine
2: what the hell happened why it's elementary
4: my dear boy Uh, whatever your mr franklin just destroyed the world but professor poopoo platter (laughs) that means we can't go back home (laughs) the name is schmeckle and don't worry my dear boy science will save us You're right that we can't go back home. That world is already unraveled, but we can follow the intruder.
1: The intruder? You mean that trail of pink smoke? Exactly!
4: I'm picking up faint trace readings on the Boson Higgs particle detector. The intruder's vector of origin appears firmly anchored in April of 2013. That was episode 85.
5: Wait, what do you mean the vector origin is anchored in April?
4: I don't have a trace on where the intruder went to after show 69, but thanks to the magic of science, I have clear readings on where he came from.
5: He came from show 85?
1: Exactly.
5: And traveled back
1: to episode 69? Precisely,
4: my boy.
3: Bad news, guys. If the world just ended at show 69 and our time no longer exists, then show 85 doesn't exist yet either.
4: Uh, Franklin, who is
1: that boy?
3: Um, that's Richard. He's a co-host. He's been with us since Guys, the beginning. Guys, I'm standing right next to you. I can actually hear you whispering about me.
1: Yeah, I can too.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, pretty tight in here. I declare it obvious
4: to even the most casual observer that a certain Mr. Know-it-all needs to go get a degree in real science. And not from a community college like MIT or Caltech,
1: morons. But Professor Super Size Schnitzel Sauce!
4: <laughs> Isn't
1: Richard right? The doors will open and we'll all be sucked out into space! Not
4: if we can reach Show 85 before the lubricating jelly of time and space <laughs> unfolds. Oh my god. We need to get there before the intruder left, and we'll have a chance to save the world. All right? Get ready.
1: Hey, we made it back to the studio. Well, we're back in the studio, but I don't think we're when we started.
4: This is episode 85. Look for signs of the intruder. He's uh, he's here for some reason. L- looks like he's popping in and out. Remember, kids, no one can be seen. But Professor Flapjack Clipper! <laughs> I just want to touch myself! I told you!
2: No contact. It could mean the end of the freaking world. Oh, Miller, don't you just long for the old days when it just meant getting hairy palms or going blind?
1: (laughs) Quiet, boy. Let's split up. Actually, I've seen a lot of movies, and I think it's a phenomenally bad idea to split up. All right, fine. (laughs) Apparently, the Cal State Fullerton pussy wants to stick together. I I didn't go to Cal State Fullerton. Wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. There we are over there. We're already recording. Are we too late? Keep your eyes open. He's almost here.
5: Oh, my God. I can't wait to see what happens to Professor Schmeckle. Yeah, me too. That's awesome. And his ass. We want to see what happens to his ass. It's all about his ass.
3: Yeah, ass. And what was that about a cucumber? I don't know. Richard? No, it was a burrito. Is that a burrito in your pocket, or are you just happy to see Miller,
4: it? is it time for Dumber Than Me? It is, Carl, it All is! Alright, it's time for people dumber than me! This
5: is where Mark Miller finds people that are dumber than him making the news. He figures that if they're dumber than him, they're also dumber than you, and will therefore make you feel a little bit better about yourself. Mr. Miller! Alright, tonight's
1: story, Dumber Than Me, Somali Pirate Edition! Yeah! Three Ooh. years ago today in Dumb, Captain Mohammed Modin Hassan, a Somali pirate by trade, was sailing the open waters off East Africa near the coast of Kenya with his crew of three in a tiny skiff, searching for private yachts upon which to prey. But ah, oh, you this was <laughs> not to be a plunderful day for the pirates, Aww. as nary a private yacht was in sight. But the sun must have been beating down extra hard on Captain Hassan that day, as he no doubt saw a vision, an oasis floating on the water. The largest private yacht Captain Hassan had ever seen was fast approaching. Captain Hassan's tiny skiff bounced on the sea, armed with AK-47s, rocket-propelled grenades, and the ever-handy pistol, which, as you know, Carl, is good for pistol whippings and simply throwing it at the other guy when you run out of bullets. (laughs) 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 Captain Hassan ordered his co-pirates to open fire on the luxury yacht, the three timber shiverers all no doubt dreaming of untold riches of glory so near their grasp. (laughs) <laughs> Unfortunately, Captain Hassan and the pirates failed to notice a few important details One of which was that their target was actually the USS Nicholas A 453 foot long frigate from the United States Navy
4: Nice With a hole
1: displacing 4,100 tons of water and a top <laughs> speed of 29 knots Oh, man. <laughs> yes, Carl, it must have been the sun in Captain Hassan's eyes. Or maybe maybe his pirate patch was covering his good eye. <laughs> or maybe he didn't do the math.
0: <laughs> Whatever
1: it was, our three dumb pirates began to open fire. Oh. Hey, let's do the math, shall we? Let's see. We got uh, three Somali pirates. Uh... A tiny skiff, uh, AK-47s, RPG, and pistols versus
0: 50 (laughs) sailors from the U.S. Navy, a guided missile frigate,
1: one three-inch artillery rifle firing 120 rounds per minute, two triple-tube torpedo launchers, one water-cooled auto-brita firing 40 big-ass rounds, 127 millimeters at your face per minute. How do you
4: like me now? Nice. Four 50-caliber machine guns, 40 harpoon anti-ship missiles, and
1: one 20-millimeter computer-activated Vulcan Gatling cannon firing 4,500 rounds per minute. Yeah, we have a few arms, I'm just saying. And fight! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> go. go! One, two,
1: three! Go! The crazy Somali pirates <laughs> open fire, launching four rocket-propelled grenades at the frigate. Oh God! The Vulcan wow. cannon immediately kicks in and instantly takes out three of the grenades. <laughs> the fourth grenade hits the bulkhead of one of the frigate's superstructures and dinks it. <laughs> Yes, oh, Carl, Jesus. Hit it dinked oh. it. Oh. Captain Assad next orders his men to open fire with their AK-47s. Tiny bullets, no doubt, chipping some of the paint off the side of the ship. <laughs> now, I don't know about you, Carl, but I like a really good paint job. You know, a thorough paint job. One performed with a lot of care. And I'm not talking about getting a rush paint job. I like to enjoy my paint jobs. A paint job in the morning morning, a paint job in the afternoon, and who doesn't want to a go to bed loves cheesecake. <laughs> with a good cheesecake paint job? Miller. And I don't like any teeth. No teeth in my paint jobs.
2: Miller. You sick
4: bastard, you are.
1: Sick. Six, six, six. No uh, teeth. Do you hear me, Ken? <laughs> no one wants teeth in their paint jobs.
2: <laughs> Raise your hands. Raise an eye. you've already experienced the last paint job, you're Please, ever going
4: to. Please get back to your I love the paint jobs, but
1: Jesus. <laughs> All right. Where was I? Oh. oh yeah, bullets messing up the paint job. Yeah, a nice morning paint job. Just laying back in my paint job chair. Miller. <laughs> All I'm saying, Carl, is that Commander Hesselring might have been more than a little pissed because, just like me, he likes his paint jobs. No teeth, Sharon. <laughs> Commander Mark Hesselring, the skipper of the USS Nicholas, upon seeing the dinkage to the bulkhead, no doubt replied, quote, sink those assholes.
5: <laughs> There's, a There's a reason, we, reason don't a we don't have a sponsor in this show. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Did you just t- say dinkage when talking about your paint jobs?
5: Meanwhile, back
1: on the skiff, their AK-47 ammo depleted. Captain Hassan and his men proceeded to fire their pistols on the USS Nicholas. Their pistols now. And, <laughs> and unholy hell rained down upon the Somali pirates. U.S. Navy sailors fired the 50 caliber machine guns into the hull of the tiny skiff, puncturing large holes and ripping the boat apart. Oh, man. Entirely out of bullets. And with the skiff quickly sinking, a dignified Captain Hassan no doubt ordered his crew to begin throwing their pistols at the U.S. War (laughs) Because everyone knows a gun's no good when it's empty. Just throw it away. Just throw it at him. Maybe you can poke out an eye or bruise something. That's what I'm saying. Completely out of ammunition and with no more guns left to throw and standing under the surface of the water. The Somali pirates surrendered and were taken into custody. Oh! The bulkhead dink that I know you're all concerned about (laughs) was hammered out and repainted.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hammered out.
1: Public service announcement for Monday's (laughs) listeners who want to (laughs) be pirates. Clues that the ship you're about to plunder isn't a luxury yacht. 1. It's 453 feet long and the ornate paint scheme is a luxurious battleship gray. <laughs> 2. The exquisite pearl-lined torpedo tubes generously located around the hull.
3: Yeah. Nice.
1: 3. The finely crafted metal-lined 5-inch cannon on the bow. <laughs> Captain Hassan and his crew were brought to trial with charges of piracy, attack to plunder a vessel, act of violence against persons on a vessel, assault with a dangerous weapon, assault with dangerous weapons on federal officers and employees, conspiracy to use firearms during a crime of violence, and multiple firearm counts, including the use of a rocket propelled grenade. Woo. So, Captain Hassan, yeah. you eye-patch-wearing, <laughs> gun-tossing, friggin' oh dinker, <laughs> you, sir, are dumber than me! Yes, you are!
4: Ass-mints, <laughs> cause you stink!
5: It's time for Richard hey, the toy In Richard Campbell finds the weird, the wild, the wonderful, the shit they're selling on the internet. Can't wait to see what
3: he's got tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Campbell. Holy crap. I, You know, so many bad toys out. It's really hard. <laughs> and I got to, you know, I, I, I can't resist. I got to go after the really frightening shit too, right? Like stuff that's scary. I, I got a good one for you. I think All you'd right. probably like this. So go to tinyurl and... Uh, the link you want is tinyurl.com slash robot ants. Yeah, that's right. Robot <laughs> ants. I want you to just think about this for a moment. And it, for folks who are trying to understand how my mind actually works, this is what I read for fun. This is a research article out of the uh, of a, uh, a science blog. Uh, the, P, the piece, the research article actually is called, Do ants need an estimate of geometrical properties of trail bifurcations to find an Efficient Route?" a swarm of robot test beds what yeah so and and the whole reason i bring this piece up is that a group of guys sat down and in trying to understand ants actually figured the best thing to do is to build robotic ants which is clearly poor adult decision making in process right now uh yeah ants are already taking over this world and you're building mechanized version of them you think skynet's gonna miss this They'll get this immediately. Now we'll have automatic, you know, machine ants everywhere.
5: I just like the fact that they included the word bifurcations in Mm. the title because that's one of my favorite words.
2: Really?
3: And and I, and I hate to say this, but I've actually read this whole article. I quite enjoyed it. But they're really talking about, you know, the analysis of particular kinds of ants, like leafcutter ants out huh. of the, out of Brazil. These things range over almost a square mile and always make it home and can, you know, map out paths for their fellow ants to collect leaves where they need to collect them from. And so these guys, to test this, rather than just use ants, and I can show you some articles where people have actually used ants and painted them with paint, uh, used little ants wheeled robots. Hmm. And it, wow. These, yeah. These are little, they're called Alice robots, and they're quite small. Right? How they, small are they? Uh, like uh, an inch by an inch. Okay. So they're inch. not
5: ant size, but they're no, small. But
3: they're pretty small, and they're wheeled. But they're programmed, behave like ants. So they follow in line. They make trails for each other. It's, yeah. It's like,
5: so they swarm, too.
3: It Yeah. It's bad enough. That we have Skynet out there trying to destroy the world to actually have human researchers improving their technology. I just, we gotta stop these guys. They're out of control. They must be stopped. Yeah. Let's get Schmeckle on the case. They built an electronic version of a pheromone <clears throat> deposit device.
5: What is a pheromone deposit device? So
3: apparently ants actually will spray a trail of pheromones so their fellow ants can follow them when they find food. Oh, Karen's
5: got her shirt off again.
3: Nice. You, so said, the the, you said the magic word. Pheromones <laughs> or spray? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But let's move on okay. to other robotic insects. This time I don't have a nice tiny URL. I have the technical one. So tinyurl.com slash D as in David 98. R Romeo, V Victor, nine M Mike. The company is Festo.com, which ought to be a fucking hint right
5: there. Yeah, really, Festo, Festo.
3: really. So Festo is making the Bionic Opter.
5: What's a Bionic Opter? What? I know it's, it's a like helicopter. a copter with two wings. About
3: it's a Bionic Opter. It is an electronic dragonfly, four wings. Hover, it hovers, backward flight, forward flight. I love it. Looks like
2: a vibrator.
5: Everything looks like a vibrator, Karen.
3: <laughs> it all depends on how you want to use it. I love it. It
2: really does.
5: Is this available or no? It's,
1: yeah. it's just a research
3: project? It's still a research project. They, yeah, they Apparently, they actually exist, but they're restricted access. Once again, we get back to humans need to stop building weapons that will destroy the planet in the form of insects. Is that really a weapon, though? Absolutely could be. Like you don't have to add very much to this to make it nasty. How about well,
5: just- any drone would be a could be a weapon with?
3: Yeah, now we're talking about something you know something that can fire a strychnine dart into your backside anywhere inside of a building.
5: George Lucas, man, you know with with the Star Wars movies, there were drones and those things back in seventy six. Yeah, he had it nailed. You know that the whole Star Wars thing was more about America than anybody realizes. You know that right?
3: But it was all the it was all that classic Gilgamesh, you know the hero myth. Yeah. Good stuff. Anyway, like like you know, I, I wanted you to know this stuff is going on. People are doing it to it. Festo.com. All right. I got one for Carl. Yes, sir. I don't think he's going to really like it, but you know.
1: I like this Festo site. I just want to say this. I love- <laughs> Yeah, I want to go back and
5: read this.
3: Yeah. It's, it's cool. It is cool stuff, but it's interesting to see that. All right. So go to tinyurl.com slash connect depression. Okay, so connect like the, the, the Xbox device, K I N E C T, depression. Connect depression. This is actually the website of the University of Southern California, more research. And this is the uh, USC Institute of Creative Technologies, who have taken Kinects and used them to measure people's body languages so precisely that they've built an electronic therapist. Wow. And that therapist responds to your body language. And one of the things they're looking for is to determine that someone's depressed.
5: Richard, this is something you have been interested in that we've talked to every time we talk to Tim Huckabee on .NET Rocks. Yeah you talk about you were really interested in the connect reading facial expressions reading body language right. to figure out the mood of the person
3: and it turns out there's a group of scientists at uh, at the at the University of Southern California who are working on exactly that that's crazy so they're now wow. doing automated face and gesture recognition so this and the way they've done it is you've basically got a digital human on the other end who's talking to the person and watching how they react shaping their questions accordingly and determining their emotions emotional state, and psychological well-being. That's awesome.
2: This has got to be better than most therapists, right? You think? Really? Well, they're not bringing their baggage,
3: right? <laughs> yeah, we're pretty I much. I don't, yeah. Well, unless their baggage I've... is, oh shit, I'm stuck inside a computer.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I like this way better. than Therapists are always like, why are you so fucked up? And then
5: Dwayne shows up with a burrito, yeah. and everything's fine. How
3: would that happen? So it's, it's cool. It's very interesting, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I I just think it's all Skynet, right? This and all the other ones you've shown us, right? It's this one Skynet. Skynet's going to be like, they're not going to kill us. They're just going to fucking depress us is what they're going to (laughs) do. We're better than you. We're better than you. We're more efficient. We don't need to eat food. Look at us. Oh, look, you're depressed, Miller. You're so depressed. This therapist is never going to have bad breath.
5: Oh, there you go. Yeah. Find your positives. It's
3: all going to be very digital. How are you getting
5: close enough to your therapist to, to, to tell whether their breath is bad or not? I
2: don't know, but I need and more is, therapy. I don't think ah. you need any more therapy. Ah.
3: <laughs> ah. <laughs> all right. Let's keep moving on with a good toy, something for all of us as parents that we're going to care about. Because right. I've talked about this stuff for years, and now I, it's come true. So go to tinyurl.com slash vehicle diagnostics. One word, vehicle diagnostics. You got to be able to spell diagnostics. It's a skill-testing question.
5: Congratulations on spelling
3: Diagnosis diagnostics
5: correctly. correctly.
3: So the site is actually Verizon Wireless. We all know Verizon Wireless. Oh, I thought I
2: was on the wrong site, and I didn't know how to spell diagnostics. I'm yes. so glad.
3: <laughs> so this is Vehicle Diagnostics by Delphi, sold by Verizon Wireless. So what is this? This is a module that you plug into the vehicle diagnostics engine in your car, all right? She's actually, the, the, if you care about the technology of oh, this, it's actually obd two which pretty much any car from the late 90s onward has this interface. So for $250, you plug this into your car, you add some additional information, and it will not only tell you the condition of the car, whether there's any warning lights and so forth on, but you can set in geofences. So you can tell where the car, it has the GPS location of the car at all times, and you can actually, rather than constantly notifying where the car is, you can actually say, let me know when the car goes out of the town. Or on the highway. You can also set gauges, settings for things like the car is going faster than 50 miles an hour. Or the car has been parked for more than a half hour oh, yeah. over by the lakeside.
2: I I actually, I think I've heard of this. Is this new? Because I've, this These, is like spyware for your car. It's
3: absolutely. But you're the one who's spying on it. Yeah. So let us yeah. get back. Been, we're parents. So our, right. as our children reach an age where they're going to take our cars and go places with them. Use their own cars. We It used to be that we'd have to buy a fleet tracking device for a couple of thousand bucks and put right. it into our car to know what our kids are doing. $250 plugs into the logic of the car itself, transmits directly to your cell phone. Yeah, and the other side of this, if, just for your own purposes, it will actually help you, using your cell phone, find your car in a big parking lot. That's pretty I do cool.
2: like that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. So as we get older, and this becomes an issue more and more often... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I can't. I can't imagine that. I have an that.
2: embarrassing story about this actually oh, that no. happened
3: just Where today.
5: Where
2: the fuck is my car? So our car, our car is. Uh, it has a little cold or something. So we have a rental car, and I came out of the grocery store today with two of my kids. None of us remembered anything about what the (laughs) car looked like. We were like, huh, I have no idea. So we're literally going around just up and down the things trying to like hit unlock, lock, alarm, whatever. Nothing. I can't tell you how many how many cars I put my key in today. (laughs) (laughs) Really? It was embarrassing.
3: I don't even know what you mean. I would (laughs) I put my key anywhere.
2: I put my key in every car in that lot, I'll tell you that much. And they had beautiful paint jobs.
5: Do you guys know the trick of uh, to extend the range of your key fob to open the door and let you know where your car is? No. no. You hold it up to your chin and open your mouth.
2: Open. And,
5: yeah, you hold your key fob op- up to the bottom of your chin, open your mouth and press it. And that will use your head as an amplifier To uh, amplify the range, to extend the range of that key fob. So in a a parking lot, you may not, you don't need to be so close to your car.
2: You can use a head as an amplifier. Yes,
5: your head is an amplifier.
2: Hmm, there's a lot to be said for that.
3: Your head is an amplifier. All right. So go to tinyurl.com slash dive kick game. Dive kick game. So... Once again, Kickstarter used to make this game called Dive Kick. Here's the gag. The gag is there's only two moves, Dive and Kick. Oh, man. That's it. They originally made it for the PS3. Again, simple it was a game. Super simple game, modeled after all the fighting games. It was missionally made as a joke, but they've raised so much money and so much engagement because, you know, there's so many games with hugely complex controls.
4: It's
0: right. true.
3: This... Has and somebody's actually made a dive kick console with two buttons on it. Dive kick. and kick. That's it. There's nothing more to this. So game. is this
0: the
5: bad toy?
3: It is bad. What's bad about this? Oh, well, it's pretty bad. Are
5: you talking it's bad just because it's so simple?
3: It's cheesy as hell. Is it really? So and then real reason. So they originally made the game for the PS3, and now they they did a funding uh, in Kickstarter to make a PC version of the game, and then they actually canceled the Kickstarter. Because they made a deal with a studio to make the game, even though they raised enough money.
2: I didn't know you could cancel a the Kickstarter.
3: They can.
1: You can. You can do it. You just got to get all the money back. We should do a Kickstarter for Mondays.
2: <laughs> that's actually, there have been people who would do it.
1: Yeah. We're just going to need a lot of
5: therapy, though, after all that's right, done. we want to hear from our, send an email to mondays at poop.com if you think that we should do a Kickstarter for Mondays. Should we do this some more? Or should we just keep on doing I'm what I'm hip doing?
3: to the idea that we need to do Mondays as a video. Really? I really would like... But we have faces made for radio, Richard. <laughs> Jesus. We have microphones and headphones on. How ugly could we be?
5: <laughs> Maybe we could do low def instead of high def.
3: There you go. We'll make our <sighs> We'd
5: have to have volunteer editors. Maybe I have we to could
1: fix my teeth. Really low, low def. <laughs> you do not have to fix your teeth, baby. Your teeth are so Anybody want to
5: learn how to edit video? I'll this, teach you if you, so you do good. it. Your teeth are like... Are you actually watching the video, Karen? Dive kick!
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I- I'm sorry. The dive kick Didn't video? Mean to do that. Didn't mean to do that. Yes. It was on. Yeah. No, I'm not.
3: <laughs> Richard, you got more toys? That's it. I wanted to end on dive kick. Oh my Couldn't God. Be Ooh, we made it. This is the longest freaking show ever. Is it? It's pretty long.
5: Yeah, it was a long show. How long? How long was it? It was so long. We actually had to go back in time. To shorten it! (laughs) What the fuck am I saying? Well, guys, we should do this again. You think? Yeah. I mean, Richard, you don't have to come to town. I like coming to town. I know, but we can do Mondays regularly. More regularly. More Mondays. You know, it takes a little bit of time, but man, we have so much fun. I agree. Don't you guys think so?
2: Where are they? We're there. We can do it.
5: We're here. We can do this. We can do this. We'll be back in your ear again, kids. All right, guys. Until then, we'll see you next time. Stay cool. Find out what happens to the end of the world. Ow! Watch out for that guy with a
1: burrito. <laughs>